Salutations, listeners. You're listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And our aim here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast is to cure whatever it is that ails you with the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this week's episode, we're going to be paying special and close attention to one of the legends of jazz. We're going to be spotlighting none other than the great C.T. Clark Terry. Now, Clark Terry is a jazz trumpet player, but he's also a vocalist. He's a wonderful stylist that's worked with just about everybody that you can imagine. He mentored Miles Davis. He's made records with Thelonious Monk. He played in the Duke Ellington Orchestra as well as the Count Basie Orchestra. He is a force within himself. He has been the subject of a documentary called Keep On Keepin' On. And he lived into a very ripe old age and only passed away just a few years ago. He also played in the Tonight Show Band with Doc Severinsen in his heyday. But what we're going to spotlight with CT is the light in his sound, his fun-loving ways, just some fun music with Clark Terry. And yeah, it's really nothing more than that. It just it gives me so much happiness to listen to Clark Terry. It just makes me smile. And I just simply want to share that with you. That's all in the world there is to it. So stick around and let's listen to some Clark Terry. Keep it up. Keep, keep, keep on. 
All right, that was Clark Terry from Live at the Village Gate from Chesky Records, 1991. And I just figured that was a great uh, opener because, you know, Clark Terry just kept on keeping on. And uh, like I said before, uh, he is the subject of the documentary, Keep On Keeping On. It's, uh, It's a wonderful story, and that... This documentary was actually made shortly before his passing. So, it's very interesting to check out, and I highly suggest it. Um, Yeah, Clark Terry, man. Just full of it. Now, this is probably one of his more famous tunes. uh, And, strangely enough, it's not even on one of his own records. This is actually a record by the Oscar Peterson Trio featuring Clark Terry. It's the Oscar Peterson Trio Plus One. Well, the Plus One is C.T., Clark Terry. And it's just amazing to me that they left out this this most important part um, when they used this song for the commercial um, for Honey Bunches of Oats. Uh, About a year or two ago, Honey Bunches of Oats, which is still one of my favorite cereals, so there you go. Um... They used this song by the Oscar Peterson Trio and Clark Terry called Mumbles. But they really only used the, um, the intro. They didn't use any of the, the best part of the music, which is Clark, quote-unquote, mumbling through. So, without further ado, I'm going to let you hear it in case you haven't heard it before. It's fantastic. The Oscar Peterson Trio Plus One, which is Clark Terry... Here is Mumbles. Thank you. 
Oscar Peterson Trio Plus One album. The song is Mumbles. That was Clark Terry with his vocal stylings. And you may be scratching your head going, just what the hell was that? But that's Clark Terry. And it was a vocal style that he's been identified with and everybody expects him to do it you know, uh, whenever he was performing and it's just, it's a happy thing. You know, if you keep listening, you know, you might not get it the first time, but there's just, there's so much happiness in that, you know, and it's just, it just makes you giggle on the inside. So, but I'm not going to try, my words would fall short for trying to describe what CT was doing with his mumbling. So I'm actually going to turn it over to, uh, an interview that Miriam McPartland, when she was doing her piano jazz show, was actually asking Clark Terry about this mumbling thing, and he gives his own description. Here it is. Miriam, that was so beautifully played, and the tune itself is just a gorgeous tune. And I, I remember when we used to do it on The Tonight Show, Doc did a marvelous solo on it, and uh, somebody had written a marvelous, just straight-ahead, beautiful arrangement on it. And, uh, it's funny, that was band. Bob Haggard, I think. Was uh, it? And yeah. I was so thrilled to have, uh, to have that played by Doc and the band. And, of course, that's the yeah. time you were in the band. Yeah, so it was a good band. To, I enjoyed you it. You got to play it. And, and then, um, isn't that where you are originated your famous uh, singing of yeah, mumbles? mumbles? Yes, it is. How you, did you, you ever think of a thing like well, that? Well, actually, it, it began... Uh, back, it was sort of a put on of the old uh, singers back in my hometown in St. Louis. Every other block, there was a place of refreshment, uh, den of iniquity, whatever you want to call it, but there was a place where people would go and have a beer. And beer was a uh, nickel a dipper in those days, and they served it in oh my big, God. Tin, <laughs> big tin pails, uh, uh, pitches, you know. And every one of those joints had a, a pianist who played on an upright piano, which was triply laminated to withstand the weight of several stands of beer. And oh if, you bought, <laughs> if you bought the piano player a beer, you could sing, and it didn't matter how horribly you might have sounded or whatever it was that you wanted to sing about. After the first couple of measures, it was highly unintelligible anyhow. And uh, the most important thing was that the fun and the merriment was uh, all over the place. And the, 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 all, most of them had sawdust on the floor. And uh, after the, the piano player made your introduction, which was usually in uh, F sharp or one of the raised keys, because uh, it was easier for They didn't even know it was difficult in those days. Play <laughs> the God, F sharp. And they had uh, the jaw and the piano to put the tips in. Right, yeah, the kitty. Oh, God, the kitty, yeah. yeah. Oh, my and God. The sawdust would bounce off the floor, and, and many times you would uh, start singing about the way you want your eggs. I want my eggs in the morning. By the time it gets to that uh, second statement, nobody cares uh, less about, could care less about what you're singing about or how you wanted your eggs. You didn't even care if you got any eggs. Well, did you get up and sing, or did you? Were you just imitating? No, these I people? just happened to be there. But this was on the Tonight Show. This is my opportunity to try that which I had heard all through these years. So Johnny would uh, say. Uh, 
uh, let's play this little game called Stump the Band. You know, they used to play that. Oh, yeah, Which right. simply meant that somebody yeah. in the audience would suggest a tune, uh, which was usually a Girl Scout campfire song from 1812. Right. <laughs> and whenever I was called on to solve the mystery tune, uh, it was my opportunity to use this uh, thing which I had, had uh, observed in St. Louis, which we ended up calling Mumbles. Well, there you go. That's from C.T. himself, along with Mary McPartland, which is from Mary McPartland's Piano Jazz, featuring Clark Terry. Up next, Clark Terry with the trumpet mouthpiece blues.
Clark Terry from his album Daylight Express. That was the trumpet mouthpiece blues. It almost sounded like Donald Duck singing the blues. And that just makes me smile. Uh, just another reason I love Clark Terry. Alright, so up next we have a two-for-one special on Clark Terry and food. So this first one is called the Cold Tater Stomp. And following that, we're going to listen to Spanish Rice. So let's listen at first here to the Cold Tater, not potato, but tater. Cold Tater Stomp. Ladies and gentlemen, you haven't met our lovely lady trombonist as yet. Well, you're about to meet her now, as she is co-featured with Sir James Nottingham in an Alan Faust original, a tune named for a current dance craze that has just been created on Long Island called Cold Tater Stomp. Cold Tater Stomp. Now, the way you do the Cold Tater Stomp is you just pull up your pant leg, if you're wearing trousers, of course, and roll down your socks, if you're wearing them, Take off your shoes and you sort of give it a nice groovy whirl like this. Ding, do, de, do, de, and you get into the groove. And it's really fantastic. It gives you a, a chance to sort of establish a state of abandon and just get rid of all of your fears and worries and things and just get involved in stomping that tater, baby. Cold tater stomp!
you can hear from the raucous applause that was a big hit that is also from a live album that is the Clark Perry Big Bad Band live at the Wichita Jazz Festival 1974 with the Cold Tater Stomp now from a different album this next song that I alluded to earlier is Spanish Rice and it features Clark with Chico O'Farrell and his orchestra from an album they did together called Spanish Rice, in which it's a ridiculous cover. They're like wearing these sombreros, and it, yeah, you get the idea. But there's just, it's not, I mean, it's on the verge of campy, but it's not campy just because it is Clark Terry. There's so much swing in there. There's so much love in there. There's so much, like, fellowship and brotherhood. You know, I heard Wenton talk about this. He goes, you know, if someone has that magnetic personality that you just want to be with them for as long as you can, or you just want to have that feeling, he calls it down-homeness. Because it's like being down-home. It's like you're almost like finding this long lost part of your family or something, you know? So I guess that in a nutshell is that feeling that I feel whenever I listen to Clark Terry. And I hope you feel it too. So up next, Spanish rice with Chico O'Farrell and Clark Terry. Vamos a almorzar. Yeah, man, I'm ready. I'm hungry enough to bite a mule. Bueno, ¿a dónde te gustaría ir? Well, let's go up to Harlem, man. Let's go up to Fat Mama's Soul Food. Ven acá, ¿no quieres ir al foro no, de los Gold Caesars? No, no, no Caesars, baby. ¿Qué tal a la, la Fonda del Sol? Fonda del Sol, ain't got no soul there, man. Bueno, bueno, y entonces, soul food. A, bueno, ¿a dónde quieres ir entonces? Up town, I'm trying to tell you, man. I got a cab waiting out here. Spanish oye, rices. Thank oye, sí, tí. Muy buena idea. ¿Cuál es la receta del Spanish rice? Spanish rice, man. Sí. Oh, man, it's a gas. You get your big batch of rice and you cook it up your bar like you did. Mm-hmm. Then you saute the onions and you get your green pepper and chop it up real fine. And get you some celery too. Chop it up the same way. Wow. And then you get you some oil and you mix all this jive up. You don't have to use oil if you don't want. A lot of people use fat back, you know. Oh, you can and you some put rice. some mushroom in there too. Get some tomato sauce and some of that paprika. Make it nice and red in color, you know. Get some hot peppers and Tabasco. You know, some salt, and you grind up some beef in there. Wow, vamos, Get you vamos. some oregano, and man, you talk about some crazy eating. Ooh, Yo estoy wait, listo ya, cuando tú quieras. You taste it. Come on, let's go. Tú quieras, vamos. Can't wait now, do not.
Oye, claro, qué sabroso estaba la comida esa. Oye, ¿cuándo quiere que volvamos a comer? Ah, man, Muy bueno. ¿Cómo se llama ese plato? ¿Cómo se llama? No se olvide el rice, man. Arroz español. Arroz español. And that's CT and Chico O'Farrell with Spanish rice. Now, in case you don't remember who Chico O'Farrell is, if you go back and you're a Charlie Parker fan, and you listen to those Charlie Parker Verve uh, records of Charlie Parker, quote-unquote, South of the Border records, you know, where he's playing like La Cucaracha and the um, the Afro-Cuban jazz suite, and he's playing like, uh, what is it, La Estrellita and uh, Mango Mangue and all those things like that. Tico Tico, that the band leader was Chico O'Farrell. So Chico O'Farrell is a couple years later, about 15, 10, 15 years later, is now doing this with Clark Terry, which is just, it's totally different. But I don't know, I just love Clark on that. And it just makes me really hungry for Spanish rice. I don't know about you, but that just, I love me some Spanish rice. All right. So up next, The Boy from New Orleans by Clark Terry. I'll talk to you more about it in just a minute. Thank you for listening. This is the Dr. Jazz Podcast. was born long, long ago, July 4th, 19, back of town, down in James Alley, just a boy from New Orleans, when he was only, only about five or so. Down Rampart Street, the years ago, oh yes. He heard the great Bunk Johnson jazz it up in the New Orleans. Right then he knew that he was born to blow some solid jazz on that old horn, oh yes. He'd make him proud of old Lewis way down in New Orleans. As time went by, he joined the band, spread the sound all around the land. Dippy boo, deep up, dippy boo. Went from Beale Street to St. Louis, playing jazz. In those days, speakeasy joints, yes, and cabarets. There was no prohibition on all that beautiful jazz that oozed out of New Orleans. In Hollywood, he took his place when his friends Bing 
and Princess Grace. That old saxophone was really swinging. Yes, he was a star from New Orleans. track was about none other than the great Louis Armstrong, the boy from New Orleans, which was a huge inspiration to Clark Terry. That whole sound, that that trumpet virtuosity, you know, and he sang well too. So both of these things are completely inherent in in Clark's style. It's not a copycat thing. Uh, but it's just like you could tell that they were a huge inspiration to Clark. So, up next we have a tune that's just absolutely fantastic. And it's called Never. So, never say never because Clark Terry says never. And it's a pretty hip way of saying never. Here we go. Because you know, you never know what these days things are going to Never leave your money on this girl and make me slump on lava. And you better believe it. Never heal all that man's camp on no big lava. Yeah, the reason for that is, you see, sometimes it's all right for you to err, you see, but then. You shouldn't, because you oughtn't to, unless you're an auto, you know what I mean. But then again, you can't never sometimes always tell until you didn't what you should have when you thought of. You see, that's why I always say, never! We 
wheel, I hang on the spleen, and I'm on down, and I flap with you, big old pop, take out Never! Bring long lily, be my devil. Don't do it, cause you'll always get yourself in trouble. See, that's the best advice I can give you. See, because that's serious, you understand? Never heal a flame on the skin, I'm only vampire. A lot of people have tried that and they haven't succeeded, you see. Never leave your splunder gonna be living this way. Cause you'll in serious trouble if you do, you understand? Now, sometimes, every now and then, it's all right for you to arrive, but you see, you mustn't, cause you needn't, unless you order, you understand what I mean? But then again, you can't never always sometimes tell until you didn't what you should have when you thought it. You see, that's why it's always that. Never heal, let's blame. Surely, able to leap up the battle of the evil that of Never allow your bonus, call a moment, see, but dang, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you, sometimes you can be the home, and it's all the ball and go. But don't ever deal it on the dealer wheel, cause you must never leave. Holy man, I'll go see the ball of all the down. It's all I'm telling you, that's the best thing to do. I don't care what Kierkegaard, Schopenhauer, Eisenhower, Archie Moore, none of them cats tell you. Don't believe them, don't do it, cause it's wrong. Never! Clark Terry with Never. How many other jazz songs can you name? In which they talk about Kierkegaard, Schopenhauer, Eisenhower, and Archie Moore. All with the same swinging beat to that. That's what I thought. None. That's what makes Clark Terry so great. <clears throat> so, we're about halfway through. So I'd like to mention that if you would like to see where all these albums come from, visit the Dr. Jazz website. That's Dr. J-A-Z-Z podcast Dr. Jazz podcast dot wordpress dot com and you can check out all these albums and see some of the past shows and check it out at this time I'd also like to give a shout out to Peter and the Nova Jazz Radio for picking up this broadcast and for putting it on their website if you'd like to check out Nova Jazz Radio, go to novajazzradio.blogspot.com. And they have different things on there, uh, such as who famous jazz musicians' birthdays. Uh, and they've got a link to like some great stuff like All About Jazz. So, 
please check out novajazzradio.blogspot.com. They'll be broadcasting our podcast here from the Dr. Jazz Podcast. So thank you to Peter and all the folks over at Nova Jazz Radio broadcasting to Europe. All right. So up next, here is uh, Clark Terry, who we're doing a spotlight on for this episode playing Bye Bye Blackbird. Now, this is a typical standard, right? Except there's a little odd twist in this one. So I'll let you hear for yourself. Here's Clark Terry with Bye Bye Blackbird. This time, it's for real. The real light is on.
correctly because nobody paid the attention. I said, watch the conductor on the ending. Anyhow, we're starting at the bridge. And yours truly, T.T. We thank you very kindly, ladies and gentlemen. Walk Terry, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Clark Terry with Bye Bye Blackbird as he rehearses the audience. <laughs> Not to mention, that's just a swinging band, man. And you got to love Donald Harrison on the, on the alto there. I mean, that's some killer saxophone and, and just... Great swing. Great, great swing. All right, so up next, Levy Camp Blues by Clark Terry. Thank you very, very kindly, ladies and gentlemen, for being so inspiring and encouraging to us. We appreciate it very much. We'd like to do for 
our little encore number, a little tune which tells the story about a young man who's worked very hard on a levee camp all day from sunup. It's now sundown. He's finished his chores and he's on his way home to his spouse for a few cocktails and dinner and conversation. Etc., etc., etc. And we'll tell you as we go along what's happening. takes a shortcut through the graveyard. He's very hungry, he's very tired, and he wants to get home to his spouse for food, drink, conversation, etc., etc. So here he is on his way home. On his way through the graveyard, he's a little bit frightened, so he whistles to keep himself company. Shut up, woman, don't tell me what you've been doing. Hard as I've been working out there in that levee camp all day long, you better have me some food in that pot, because I'm telling you, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't care about what your mama said. You listen to me, you married to me, me and you in this thing together, you see. You got me some grub in that pot, because I'm hungry, I'm telling you. Well, you better go get some from somewhere, because I'm telling you one day. Shut up, woman, I'll slap the taste out of your mouth. Did you
because I'll go upside your head repeatedly. That was Clark Terry telling tall tales with Levy Camp Blues. Another example of Clark's wonderful mumbling and his light-hearted spirit found all throughout his music. So that kind of gets us primed and ready for another double feature uh, from the album Talking Trash with a young pianist named James Williams at the time that this was recorded in the 90s. Here is the title track with Clark Terry and James Williams called Talkin' Trash. No, I didn't say nothing like that. That's wrong. That's wrong. You see, somebody's always misquoting people. Now, you know, doggone, well, I wouldn't say nothing like that. I'm not that type of person because I'm as flying with the hanger splatter to fall into here. She won't bow to be with the doggone. That's right, you know that, too. See up all night long, you couldn't get me to say nothing like that. That's right, because I'm a fool to have she pairs to hammer over the loud. Because I've been able to bounce, they go over the bone, bounce, sure. She fought the bounce, carry on the bounce, girl. You know how man. Grace from the brown and fighters came on loud. She could dip him around the old lava brown bicycle. about you, but what I didn't believe is when they told me that you was a home to feel the girl to spat the glue bowl from that one. Wow. Is that right? Guess who I saw the other day? That's right. And you know what she said about you? She said, Fim, the home the able to level the Now tell me what you think about her. Oh yeah? No, she didn't. She did. Why that, I, you know, I never would have believed that about her. I always thought she was the type of girl that went to Sunday school and was teaching Sunday school and all that. And now, it comes to find out that she's like, <laughs> Woo! Did you feel like how she found this guy in the Babylon? She ain't no land for the devil from the Babylon. But she's a fan of the ball. She keeps the fan found. She should be born with the bear. She don't want the bear. She should be born with the bear of the guy. She said to me, she said, She's the all in line that's called Dave Vaughn. She's a home to feel to help with the love of the bone. She's 
That was Talking Trash by the great C.T. Clark Terry off of the album Talking Trash along with James Williams. It's actually James Williams' album, Talking Trash, but it features Clark Terry. And from that same album, here is a great tune, probably my favorite tune off the album. And this is called The Orator, C.T.'s Sermon. sisters, all your fathers and all your mothers too, get a little closer because I got something I'm going to say to you. We're holding this meeting because someone said something very unkind about our penis, Sister Fullbosom. Now somebody called our pianist a heifer. Shut up. We don't tolerate that kind of carrying on around here. This is an orderly meeting, and I want the message delivered to all of you, so listen. He may go home, Lily. She go home, like how my family don't know about. She ain't got no. She may don't call if any family sound. Yeah. How much going to hand it on? I'm talking about you. You, you. You, yeah, you, yeah. In a hollow bone, it's called a bony down. He long apple, shine a bony down, a bony bone, it's got a bone. Don't do that, don't do that, son. Put Miss Greaseboard's dress back where it was. That's right, don't bother that, don't do that. Elder Ugly, how you feeling this month? Oh, fine, fine. That's nice, nice to see you. Well, in closing the message, I want everybody to understand one thing, and that is, you be holding in, who need the people, strong, my hobbit, strong, and kind, I'm only feeling, I'm only down.
up here and let's get it rolled. That's it. Get in line. That's it. <laughs> when you're passing by, don't forget it. <laughs> you're a sailor, me. Yeah. Because the sermon, I want you to know, is straight from the heart. I want you to understand there's one thing that we've dwelled on that I want to make sure that everybody's well aware of. And that is the fact that if it's a holy scheme, but if I have a stripe with a hook and a eagle behind, you better be for the sky with a But you don't know, you know you love. Woo! She go along that bam. She bam, bam, slam along that gimbo. She bam. She go along that old fairy do over the dog. Damn. Mumbling and preaching. Brother C.T. Clark Terry with the orator C.T.'s sermon of the album Talking Trash by James Williams featuring Clark Terry. Ah, you just gotta love it. And speaking of sermons and stories by Brother Clark, that reminds me to mention to you since we are spotlighting Clark Terry on this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, you should totally check out his autobiography just called Clark it's got a great preface by Quincy Jones in there. It's quite a a large book, but CT lived a very large life. So there you have it. And uh, he talks about his friend Shitty, because I believe his friend uh, shit his pants, and and he and Clark still stayed friends with him. So I mean that kind of tells you what uh, what friend Clark is. You know what I mean? Now of course he did call his friend Shitty for the rest of his life, but there you go. Oh, well, me and Shitty was going down to the the, the riverbanks, you know. <laughs> so, that's uh, worth checking out. Autobiography of Clark Terry with Gwen Terry, his wife. It's just called Clark. And there's a beautiful hardback version I have. So, I highly recommend it. Alright, up next, one of the, another great uh, message, sermon, if you will, from Brother C.T. Here is Love, Love, Love. You're going to sing this with us. All you have to do is sing love, love, love three times. After you hear the whole course that he's going to play so that you know how involved you're going to get. Very simple, very easy, and fun. You have to have establish a state of abandon and just have fun.
a better start. Here we go. Love, love, love. That's what you're going to say. Love, love, love. Love, love, love.
Great CT, given his message of love, which reminds me of a, of a story about Clark Terry. You know, um, <clears throat> it, it, it's a story that I believe he called the power of positivity, you know, and he said he was playing with Basie, you know, way back in the day. And there was this young kid, and the kid was still in high school. And this kid uh, went up to Clark Terry and said, Mr. Terry, you know, I, I, you know I, I'd love for you to give me some lessons since you're going to be here all week with the Basie band. And they were, like, up in, like, I think it was Seattle, Washington or something like that. And, you know... CT usually didn't do something like that. He goes, but this this young man was just so sincere and so pressing, you know. And he's, you know, <laughs> and he said, yeah, yeah, okay, you know. And he's so, uh, but we don't get home. We don't get, you know, into the hotel till late, you know, because they were playing these late shows all week long at this theater, and then they'd go out for a bite to eat and a jam session, you know, and then they'd go back to the hotel and. God, it was probably, you know, 6 o'clock, 6.30 before they were getting to bed, you know. So, but this kid would, would bike over to the hotel way early, 
uh, before school, and he 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 wanted to to learn how to play trumpet, and he wanted to learn how to write and arrange music, you know, and he had already tried to do some on his own. And so, you know, about Wednesday of the week, you know, he went up to CT and he said, well, Mr. Terry, he said, I, I've got this arrangement, you know, it, could, could you possibly give this to Count Basie to try out with his, with his small group, you know, and so here's this jazz combo arrangement, you know, and the, he said, well, okay, kid, you know, sure, sure, sure. So he, he takes this arrangement and he brings it to Basie. Basie says, what the hell is this? He said, well, it is this young man. And he went into the whole story about it. And Basie said, all right, well, you never know. You know so they read down the chart. They don't, I don't even think they get halfway through it. And Basie says, don't ever bring me some bullshit like this again. This, I mean, it was terrible. Terrible. So, of course, the next day, you know, this young man comes up to CT and he says, Mr. Terry, how did Mr. Basie, you know, like my arrangement? Did it go over well? I mean, and he, he was just full of, of hope and anxiety. And, 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 and now at that point, that exact moment, Clark Terry could have been like, look, kid, you need to go another way. You know, we're, we're done here. He could have also said, like, you know, uh, it wasn't good. It was really bad. Like, you, you need to really work on this mess. But instead, Clark Terry used the power of positivity to help this young man. And he said, well, no, it wasn't that bad after all. But there's a couple of things you could improve upon. Like, there's a lot of good things going on. But right here, we need to make sure that all these voices are, 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 are tightly voiced. And they're, they're, they're really close together right here. You know what I mean? And you need a nice counter melody to go along with that melody that you got going on there. So he, he used the power of positivity to help this young man rather than to crush his dreams. Now, incidentally, that young man was Quincy Jones. And Quincy Jones went on to arrange Fly Me to the Moon for the Count Basie Band with Frank Sinatra. And it was one of the biggest hits for Sinatra. Quincy Jones went on to produce two of Michael Jackson's albums as if they're not probably his best albums in his entire catalog, Thriller and Bad. And they're loaded with jazz musicians and other pop stars along them. For instance, check out Bad by Michael Jackson. That's Jimmy Smith on the organ. Quincy Jones went and helped produce wonderful music with his own big band, a killer big band. Quincy Jones played trumpet in Dizzy Gillespie's big band. Quincy Jones wound up producing The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and gave Will Smith that avenue to become world famous. Quincy Jones is the one that gave this young, aspiring you know, TV talk show host her own show in Chicago, and that was Oprah Winfrey. So don't tell me that the power of positivity cannot change the world in which we live. Due to CT and his power of positivity. Quincy Jones could have been the next Nikola Tesla for all we know. But he continued with music due to the power of positivity 
that Quincy Jones gave that Clark Terry gave Quincy Jones. So you think about that next time you have a choice of being positive or being negative. On with the show. So up next from Dave Grusin's album, the great jazz pianist Dave Grusin, here is a track called Just Squeeze Me, which features Clark Terry and his wonderful mumbling, from the album Homage to Duke on the GRP label. Here is Just Squeeze Me. Cause I get sentimental When you hold me tight So squeeze me But please don't see you Missing you since you went away Having the blues both night and day Weeping 
wailing and crying and carrying on for you. Oh, babe, I'm in the mood to let you know I never knew I loved you so. Sweet spirit, Dave Grusin from his album Homage to Duke Just Squeeze Me But Please Don't Tease Me featuring Clark Terry on the trumpet, flugelhorn and vocals Alright, so up next is another song from Clark Terry alongside Chico O'Farrell and this one is entitled Happiness Is and this is why this is one of my favorite songs by Clark Terry because there's so much Respect and homage paid to so many figures throughout the history of jazz. I mean, you know, Clark has played with Basie, Ellington, Monk, Miles, you name it. And he he mentions them all. And that, that's just the great part about it. So I'm just going to, and he kind of impersonates them. And there's little things musically that they do that are little nods to Duke Ellington or Louis Armstrong or Basie or etc. And I'm just going to let you listen to it to yourself. Here is Clark Terry with Chico O'Farrell and his orchestra with Happiness Is. Happiness is, happiness is, happiness is, different things to different jazz men, that's what happiness is. In Jilly's, it's the chairman of the board, Frankie, to Ornette Coleman, it's a Way out good to old Satchmo. It's this big white handkerchief to Benny Goodman to Papa the swinging riff. Yeah, to Joe Williams every day. It's the blues, blues, blues to our union. Mm. 
It's paying them dues, dues, dues to Cal It's any LP with a soul to Ray Charles. Woo! Please let the good times roll. Happiness in. Yes, yes. Happiness in. Yes, yes. Happiness is. Different things to different jazzmen. That's what happiness is. To Thelonious Monk, it's his hat, hat, hat. To five by five Jimmy Rushing, it's being fat, fat, fat. In the summer, it's the Newport scene. When you play Dixie, it's New Orleans. To the elegant Duke, it's Billy Strayhorn's A train ride. To JJ and K. Winding, it's a trombone slide. To Mongo Santa Maria, it's the Walter Mellon Man. To Count Basie, it's his groovy band. Yes, bubble, bubble, bubble. Yes, bubble, bubble. Yes, the big fountain. Yes, bubble, bubble, bubble. Sí, señor Clark. Me siento muy feliz. Ah, so I'm talking about Lucas Cool. All right, that is Senior C.T. Clark Terry with Happiness Is. Paying tribute to Ornette Coleman, the C. Frank Sinatra, Count Basie, Duke Ellington, Jimmy Rushing, Joe Williams, Louis Armstrong. Thelonious Monk, uh, man, just a ton of them, and they're not all all the same, Benny Goodman was in there, I think, too, yeah, uh, great stuff, and it's just one of my favorites, because it's just like, here's this guy totally, you know, giving just as much love to Ornette Coleman as he is to Duke Ellington, you know, and Billy Strayhorn, so, all right, so I've got one last one for you. We've been really spotlighting Clark Terry on this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you for listening. Once again, check out Nova Jazz Radio, and you can they'll be broadcasting our podcasts from here on out. And that's Nova Jazz Radio, N-O-V-A-J-A-Z-Z-R-A-D-I-O, NovaJazzRadio.blogspot.com. And that's Peter and his organization over there. Also, check out the website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D R J A Z Podcast.wordpress.com. So, we've got, uh, let's see here, one more. And I wanted to do another version of Mumbles since we are, you know, spotlighting this just effervescent vocal stylings of Clark Terry 
But this one's lied. This one's not with Oscar Peterson. And now I feel like you have a better grasp of CT's vocals, etc. So here is uh, another cut from the Clark Terry Big Bad Band live at the Wichita Jazz Festival 1974 with a different and live version of mumbles thank you for listening hopefully you'll check out some more wonderful music by this wonderful amazing musician clark terry check out the autobiography clark check out the documentary keep on keeping on thank you for listening here is clark terry's big bad band with mumbles thank you thank you thank you very kindly ladies and gentlemen you know, I've been a fan of Muhammad Ali's for many, many years, and uh, he's such a great poet till he has inspired me to create. So we'd like to introduce our next tune with a bit of my poetry. I've mumbled in sunshine, I've mumbled in the rain, I've mumbled in ecstasy, euphoria, and pain. Mumbled in the morning, mumbled in the night. I'm gonna keep on mumbling until I get it right. <laughs> Oh, dear. 
She was on the score, 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 now he skied on van with the scribble son, but the skid on the holder car because he was gone, the van was the skibble son, and the skill on the gallery gap. But he seen on them the homeless can and the people scorn the day, and the skibble sample that caught it down, but the skill on it down. Now he was cool as cool, but the home again, but he was so on the van, but he was scaling the lamb with the keeper sandwich and scaling the gallery gap. She said, but she didn't leave all the harms to cover that because she was still on the gap. So he schooled the scorn of the law, and he schooled the scorn of the and he schooled the horn of the school law, and he schooled the scorn of the And he feed on scan, put his skin down, and he skin along the down, and he clean, and he scorn with his color down, and he found for the water gate. <laughs> It has been suggested that uh, that version of Mumbles might suffice for the 18 minutes missing on a very controversial tape. All right, that's Clark Terry live with his big bad band at the Wichita Jazz Festival 1974 with a big band version of Mumbles, the great mumbler himself. And a little nod to Nixon there at the end. Some things never change. All right. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. This episode, we've been spotlighting the wonderful CT, Clark Terry, Mm, great stuff so thank you for listening hopefully you check out some other Clark Terry stuff and you found some stuff you dug you know hopefully you found things like oh I didn't know that was Clark Terry yeah it's Clark Terry so until next time ashes to ashes dust to dust y'all be good now cause in jazz we trust